0: My Seven Chakras, Episode 59.
1: Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. The Seven Chakras, swirling vortices of energy, positioned throughout our body from the base of the spine to the crown of the head. For thousands of years, this ancient wisdom has been passed on from master to disciple. What are the functions of these energy centers? And could these chakras help you unlock your destiny and find your true purpose? Welcome to my seven chocolates. And
0: now your host, Aditya Jai Kumar. Kumar. So what's going on Action Takers? AJ here and welcome. Back once again to your destination for advice, stories, and insights that will surely change your life. But before that, I have one question for you. Just one. If a genie popped up in front of you today and told you that you could change any one thing about your life, what would you change? <laughs> that's right. What is it one thing in your life that you really want to change in 2016? So send me an email to Aditya, that's A D I T Y A, at my s-e-v-e-n chakras.com and i will give a special shout out to the first three action takers that send me an email site so send me an email stating your name and where you're from and one thing that you're really committed to changing in 2016 to aditya at my 7 and today i am stoked to bring you our featured guest diane collins so diane are you ready to inspire
1: Absolutely. Yes. Delighted.
0: Awesome. Dan Collins is an original thinker and media personality and the author of the six-time award-winning bestseller, Do You? quantum think, new thinking that will rock your world, considered a must read book for our changing times. Diane's life is dedicated to people living spirited, joyful and masterful lives through leaps in awareness and learning that she calls the physics of the mind. Diane created the quantum think system of thinking 21 principles that connect us to living our full potential from inner serenity to harmonious relationships, business results and global Affair. So, Diane, I've given our listeners a mini intro, so please fill any gaps that I might have missed and tell us a little bit more about yourself.
1: I would be happy to. I am living in South Florida, in Miami Beach, Florida with my husband, Alan Collins, who's also my partner in every way. We've been partners in business and we've been married for 26 years. And I feel blessed to have had Quantum Think, the Quantum Think system of thinking, come through me. And we trademarked it in 1997. And um, really what my life has always been about... How can we go from knowing the wisdom, you know, the wisdom of the ages that is the perennial wisdom of all time that continues? Uh, How do we go from knowing it to living it? So that's what I am all about.
0: Mm -hmm. So thanks a lot for that awesome intro. At My 7 Chakras, we are also believers of action, not only knowing, but also living it And taking action. And I can't wait to begin the amazing chat that we're going to have today. But before that, you have this opportunity to light the lamp of inspiration in our listeners mind by sharing an inspirational quote. So what is your favorite inspirational quote? And give us one example of how you apply this quote to your life.
1: The quote is from Henry Ford, who is an American industrialist, and the man who made it possible for all of us to drive cars today, automobiles, Mm. and the quote is, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right, and that really has everything to do with my work and the way that i live my life aditya which has to do with real the realization that what we hold in mind what we hold in awareness is shaping our experience and therefore giving rise to our actions, and all of our results. Our inner state, our relationships, our relational results, how we communicate and connect with others, with every dimension of life, and also our outer results, houses, money, and cars. So that really is all how you choose to think about it.
0: Wonderful quote. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're probably right. So thanks a lot for sharing. (laughs) I love that. And to be honest, the common theme listeners is think, believe and be certain because thoughts are things and whatever we have in our mind manifests itself into the world around you, whether it's good or whether it's negative. And to be honest, Diane, even if you think about entrepreneurs, if you look around The cars, the cycles, the shoes, everything was just in somebody's mind at one point. Is that right?
1: That's exactly right. Everything that we know of humankind that we have been blessed with the power to create, at least in an earthly, worldly sense, begins in thought. There is nothing that does not begin in thought. And yet, we have been brought up in a culture, and this is, this is no one's fault, but we've been brought up in a culture that started in the 17th century, science, classical mechanical worldview science, where the scientists wanted to separate off from the clergy, I imagine. And they said, Only physical matter is real. They made that declaration, Aditya. And so when you look at how that has shaped the way that we think, and we look in the world today and we realize, well, why in, and you come from a part of the world where I'm sure that you have studied much more about consciousness and mind and the science of consciousness than more of the Western world. But even you look at it today and you realize that we didn't study in conventional education what I call the five natural faculties of mind that we're all born with, the power of intent the power of intuition the ability to sense subtle energy and to work with it energy is convertible the ability to create our own resonant field to actually generate what we're emanating our personal resonance so that we do attract what it is we truly want in life and the fifth natural faculty of mind, which I consider a a natural faculty and not just a practice, meditation. We're all born and we live in the meditative state. And when we can become present to all this, this is when we start to gain a good relationship, a command relationship, a friendly relationship with our own mind and its creative power.
0: Like you mentioned, one of the biggest challenges... Back in time was that they said that only physical matter is real. And I'm sure that that was truly a loss for humankind. Uh, and, and in this day and age, I believe that a lot of people are waking up, a lot of people are realizing to become more conscious in their very uh, fields. And one can only dream that topics, like you mentioned, topics such as the power of intent, energy work, manifestation, or the law of attraction, uh, more of these topics are inculcated in school and taught to young children and I'm sure that the world can be a better place now uh, my first question is what is quantum thinking because you know I read about it on your website but I wanted to know more about it
1: well quantum think is the is a system of of principles. I call distinctions in new thinking. The thinking is new and it's old at the same time. Because what happened is this great paradigm shift from that, what I lovingly call the old worldview science of the 17th century, which brought us the age of machines, the industrial age, a lot, a lot of genius that we still live within and with and have conveniences. And the paradigm shift went from the science looking at the universe as a giant machine-like cause and effect, press on that, and that moves to something more akin to a giant mind. So Mm -hmm. that is the basis where the quantum science, starting with Einstein and the scientists who have followed us. Now, quantum think is a system of thinking. It's not about science. It's about how we can use the insights of science to shape the way we think because we're Mm -hmm. all conditioned to that old world view where I say, you know, old world view, circumstance rules, new world view, intent rules, where you actually have to go beyond the obvious circumstance, even, you know, five years, ten years, 20 years of evidence, this is the way it is. That's the old worldview that saw everything as static and fixed. And yet we know, as you pointed out, in the more up-to-date, accurate, insightful, inspiring – point of view, the nature, the true nature of nature, which all the ancient wisdom traditions, the spiritual traditions, the the, where they are universally the same, the quantum worldview scientists are now actually proving that, that it is a universe of energy and flux informed by intelligence. It's Mm consciousness-based. It's mind-like. And this is the exciting thing about living today because what quantum think, to answer your question, (laughs) quantum think, I thought, well, you know, we had a little of this, a little of that. You know, we knew about mindfulness or, energy, you know, subtle energy, healing, how to work Mm -hmm. with this, how to work with the law of attraction. But I thought it's not one thing at a time it's not one step at a time if we could make a literal quantum leap in consciousness and start to look from the whole system i thought i could put together all these principles into one system so that it becomes like a vortex so instead of trying to see things like in a you know Am I in the old world thinking or the new world thinking? You know, it's that you start to look and live from the perspective of these quantum spiritual principles, energetic principles. Rather than trying to get to them, you're living from them. So it is it is really like a vortex or it's like any system where if you go into a market and there is a system to all the products on the shelf where – you don't have you have your shopping list. You don't have to look at, you know, where do I find this? Because there's a system. So you still have free choice. You still have free will. But the system is embracing you and making it easier for you. So quantum think is for that purpose to have us make that literal leap in consciousness so that we can go from a more undifferentiated worldview to the more expansive and up-to-date and live and think from there. So, it's specific mm-hmm. principles, holistic and holographic, observer, it explain the observer effect, infinite possibility, moving from success to mastery, moving from an either-or world to a both-and, energy and flux. These are all the principles. Resonance, that's my biggest chapter in Do You Quantum Think? Because this is really the heart of everything is that what I say the the I call the unofficial official mantra of mm-hmm. quantum think when you master your mind, you master mm-hmm. your life because the dynamic of creation that we have been divinely bestowed with by human birth is the power of mind
0: mm-hmm True, true. So you mentioned what I loved uh, is that we are moving as a civilization, as a race from thinking of science as a machine to a giant mind where conventional science or traditional science was static, rigid, fixed, or very siloed. And that approach is changing to uh, looking at things not individually, but looking at it together holistically in an integrated fashion and and to be honest uh, traditional science uh, what I believe is was seeing before believing but I feel the real power is believing before seeing and for that as you so correctly and so aptly said that we need to master our mind. So what really inspired you to write this book do you Quantum think.
1: What inspired me, and I actually created the system of principles, the quantum think distinctions, I call them, Mm -hmm. way before I actually put it into a book form. A lot of people, readers tell me, oh, you did, I mean, psychic readers, they say, you did everything backwards. But what inspired me was looking in the world and realizing that, and this happened to me as a teenager, Aditya, that mm-hmm. I looked in the world and I thought, here we have all the wisdom available now at the touch of a smartphone, a tablet, and yet we're still not living it. Now, how do we know that? Look in the daily, you know, news headlines and that's all the proof we need. But even in our own families or if we're not getting along in our relationships. And this is what I found the vexing question. And so then I wanted to find, that was my quest. How Mm -hmm. do we start to live the virtues, the great compassion, unconditional love, kindness of the heart, all these things that we aspire to in every book of scriptures. And so there had to be a way that we could do it. And this is what happened to me as I came across, of course, as you think, so you become. It's said by in Buddhism, it's said in the Vedanta, it's said in the Christian and Judaic Bibles, it's said by almost every... <laughs> Everyone who ever did any thinking, right? Mm -hmm. Your habits of thinking give rise to your actions and all of your results. So I thought, well, if all you had to do was change your thought to change the world, to change my life, why does it seem like it's not working? And that is when I met who I consider uh, my mentor in quantum physics uh dr fred allen wolf people may know him from the movie what the bleep do we know and the secret and he also mm-hmm. wrote the forward to do you quantum Think?" and he's a dear friend and you know he showed me that the discoveries of scientists make discoveries and then they invent new language and then the language comes into our thinking, and it starts to shape our life. And so I always use the example quantum leap, which means something that is an instantaneous shift in state, something that is discontinuous with the past. It's like an abrupt change. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, that's what I discovered, and I thought to myself, well, it's not just one word. So the quantum leap this is, was the science discovery was Max Planck discovered, oh, energy doesn't move in a smooth, continuous flow. It leaps in these little packets of energy mm-hmm. that he called quanta, hence the term quantum leap. So now that comes into the language, in the English language. It came in about the year 1927. And then it starts to shape thinking, and so today we all talk about it, right? It becomes a very everyday term. Oh, that was a quantum leap, or I need a quantum leap. Yeah. And then I discovered it really is the whole system, not just one term. So that's how what I was led to. But what inspired me was wanting us, as humanity, to finally start living in our highest most virtuous, divine nature. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. What I found really interesting was that you first created these principles, and then later on you sort of incorporated them into your book. And it's so true that, you know, there are movies and books written about the ideal world, but at the end of the movie, or maybe after reading the book, people come back home to the challenges that they have in their lives. And they know what's ideal, but they just don't know how to live the system. And they think that progress or change takes a lot of time. But when you realize the power of a quantum leap, that's what you're teaching them. <laughs> I think that you're teaching them to make a paradigm shift in the system. That's when the magic happens. Is that correct?
1: That's exactly right. You said it eloquently, beautifully, you know, and you really pointing and highlighting something very important, what I call, and it is one of the 21 quantum think distinctions, and it's called the art of distinguishing, a new worldview of learning, because it's that we all know what to do. You're right. And Mm -hmm. then you, you know, you see, you, you read the book. By the way, I was already with my husband and partner, Alan, who's a master quantum thing coach. We were delivering the quantum think system in teleconference programs, in corporations, and we would have public programs, and so it was by teleconference for many years where people were working on just what you're talking about. Instantaneous shift that created quantum leaps in their results in their lives, in all areas, because life is holographic, and that's the the beginning principle is the whole is contained, In every aspect of itself. So you have a quantum leap in this relationship and it affects all the relationships. Mm -hmm. But getting back to the method, and this is the important thing the art of distinguishing a new worldview of learning, the old worldview of learning, acquiring information and then trying to apply it, that's still relevant in many areas of life, of skills and things like that. But when you want to have a shift within yourself, Mm -hmm. this is the art, this is the method that has it work you bring something into your awareness this is what it means to distinguish in the present moment in such a way that it shifts your relationship to it past, present and future because all of this knowledge all of this wisdom every single one of us is connected to it's not like I know something and you don't no. It's that when you're reading do you quantum think, you are connecting to it. I'm presenting it for you in the moment that you're reading it or you're listening to it if if it's on, you know, one of my shows or whatever. And you are connecting to that wisdom within yourself. That's where it lives. So it's an igniting it's an activation of the wisdom that every single one of us is already connected to. And when you have that experientially, that is what integrates it. That's what have you go from knowing it to living it.
0: Now, I know that you're a big believer of the power of Siddha Yoga and meditation so have you integrated some of these ancient practices and modalities into quantum thinking
1: well i consider quantum thinking a walk i like to think of it as a walking talking living meditation wow because the fact is that when you are aware of your own awareness so you're we're living simultaneously in the transcendent state where you are aware of what is coming into your mind, what's in your mind, without identifying with it. And at the same time, so you could say that's the transcendent awareness where we know we're connected to infinite, all that is, source, creator, however you relate to it. At the same time, we are living here The roles that we play on earth. So we have this ego identity and I'm, I'm very against ego bashing. I say love your, love your ego, love yourself Mm -hmm. because this identity that we take on, you know, Shakespeare said all the world's a a stage that. These are the characters in our movie, right? And so we can enjoy the idiosyncrasies. We can enjoy ourselves and all the different ways of the, our way of being, our soul imprint, what we came in with, you know, uh, astrologically. That's one of my hobbies is astrology. And you you know that you're born with these tendencies, or if you don't even believe in that, but you're born with gifts and talents that... That make you uniquely who you are. So, Mm -hmm. when you're living, when you're quantum thinking, you have this awareness, what I'm distinguishing right now, that we're the transcendent, unbounded freedom of that awareness, freedom to be. And at the same time, we're this individual, unique self. And this is the play of consciousness. So when you have that awareness of yourself that way, you don't have to get attached to any state. You don't have to get attached to any thought that happens to visit into your local mind field, right? Your thoughtosphere, I like to call it for fun. That you realize just because a thought visits, you don't have to... It's not the absolute truth. You don't have to believe it. Most of the time, it's not even yours. We're picking up intel, just like, you know, people say, spirit spoke to me. We're, we're picking up other people's thoughts. They're not even our own. So you don't have to own them or identify with them. And When you're living in this, you know, kind of walking, talking, living meditation, that's when you're a choice. That is when you get to choose as you think, so you become, you know, going back to the Henry Ford quote, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. So it's a question of getting that kind of command over choosing what you're going to hold in mind, what thought patterns you're going to generate and accept.
0: So there you go, listeners. Listeners. As Diane said, that we are born with gifts and talents when we were born, not right now, that make us uniquely who we are. But the key is not to get attached to thoughts that come to our mind on an ongoing basis. In fact, just a couple of days back, I attended a conference where the the speaker said that on a daily basis, we are bounded by over 50,000 thoughts, and most of them are negative. And this is something that is not individual, but a lot of people are having negative thoughts. We constantly pick up thoughts that might not be ours. And at the end of the day, our minds are like radio transistors. And as with any radio transistor, you want to listen to the radio program that you like the most. You don't have to listen to all the radio shows that are going on, the thousands of them, but just move on from one station to the other, consciously making the right decision to see which radio show is most in line with your life at this point of time. You might listen to other shows later on, but at this point, because you have limited time, which is that radio show that is most important and Diane, in on that during that conference, I also saw a visionary and thought leader, Brent Buchchard, speak live at a, at that conference during which you spoke about the importance of living with intent. So why is intent so powerful and important?
1: Intent, and the way that I, uh, dis- I make a distinction between intent and mm. intention, okay. in, which I know a lot of people use interchangeably, but I think it's important to make this distinction, that intention being the end result a measurable goal, a future Mm
0: -hmm, place
1: where you want to reach. And that has a certain energy to it, of course, and important too. But intent, I use more in the shamanic sense of the activation of the energy intelligent field that we can call our personal resonance. So intent is important because intent is the active dynamic of creation the creation principles that we've been born with the passive dynamic being allowing so we are we're always operating from some intent and you could say it's activating a feeling it's the feeling tone of our being so you could have an unaware intent so people might say what is a statement of intent let me just say it this way. Let's say you have a monetary goal, a goal for your income, right? Mm-hmm. For your annual income. And let's say the goal is $100,000. I don't know. I'm just throwing this out, right? Sure. sure. And so that's what I mean by an intention. I have an intention in my business next year I'm making $100,000, whereas mm-hmm. the intent is what's coloring your field. It's what's setting up your resonance. So, a in- statement of intent would be said in the, present mo- in the present tense, I like to say the omnipresent tense, always active, mm-hmm. and you might say, I'm really excited about the way my financial status is unfolding. That's a created statement of intent. It's neither true nor false. Now this is an important aspect of creating because mm-hmm. the difference between positive thinking and quantum thinking. Positive thinking it's always good to have positive thoughts. But positive thinking from the point of view of I have a positive affirmation. I'm uh, you know, I love how much money I'm making but it's covering up i'm miserable and i'm broke you know so it's that's what i mean it's or, or i could never make it right mm-hmm. i'm going to make my goal but underneath you have this negative belief that you're holding on to as if it's the truth but i nobody in my family's ever done it i don't think i can do it you know I don't know, I don't see how I'm going to do it, all those type of things, what we call an unaware intent, because it is being held in your in your being. The difference when you're quantum thinking is you know that there's nothing fixed and static, there's nothing absolute about the circumstances. In any moment, you can shift it. So, it's not... You know, blue sky, pie in the sky, Pollyanna, where you're the, you are faced with circumstances which you may not have immediate control over, but you always have total sovereignty, total command with how you choose to be related to those circumstances. So when you create from intent, Your quantum thinking, you're realizing that my statement of intent is a context that I am choosing to live from. Why? Because this context is going to shape my circumstances. This context is going to attract to me those opportunities, people, ideas, you know, sparks of genius that are consistent with my intent. So that's why I like that, again, the quote. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right, Henry Ford said, because I think I can. I think I can't. Which one is the truth? Neither. One of those is a choice, and the choice that you are living from is the context. That's the nature of intent, and intent is always working. It always works. So it's a question of your choice of what you want to live from. Is the glass half empty, half full? The circumstance is the same. This level of water in the glass, I'm choosing to live from. I love the way my my financial status is unfolding. Even if it doesn't look good in the circumstances right now, you can live from that intent and watch and allow for what unfolds.
0: So you mentioned that intent is our personal resonance as an active dynamic of creation. And uh, also there, there are challenges with positive affirmations because, as you mentioned, there, is some, there might be some hidden negative intent that might be holding us back. But when we have that intent, like you mentioned, I'm really excited the way my financial status is improving when, to, when I hear the word improving, it's dynamic, it's constantly changing. And like you mentioned, it's a context that you are choosing with your own volition to live from that would attract the ideas, concepts that are going to surely change your life. Now, I'm curious, from all the people that have gone through, uh, I've read your book and I've gone through the telesummits that you had earlier as well. What are some of the changes that people have seen Upon embarking on a quantum thinking lifestyle,
1: for one thing, I've seen so many results, and I get letters all the time, and it's wonderful. I've had a minister mm-hmm. who someone gave him my book. And he was resigned and he was getting very disillusioned with his religion and he read Do You Quantum Think and it completely turned everything around because he understood why there was so much of negative patterns of thinking because he saw that it was a, an outcome of that old world mechanical worldview and that mm-hmm. he could see the light. So that's one thing. And, in a, in a, you know, that was huge. And it completely changed everything in his life. Another thing is that I had, there was a woman once in uh, our programs and she was in a network marketing business, and her family really shied away from it. They they basically didn't approve of that business for her. Mm. And so it really created a rift in her relationship with her mother and her siblings. And really, she hadn't even spoken much to her mother in a year, and they loved each other, but it just... The relationship wasn't good. And what happened was, she, when she heard that power of intent, which comes from what I consider the core distinction, observer-created reality, what we bring to our observation is what we get, that that shifted everything for her in her resonance, and she started to create the intent for her own relationship to her business. And what happened is, out of the blue, but it's not really, but out of the blue, her mother called her and one day and apologized. Apologized for not supporting her and her business. And they... Uh, reestablished the relationship. The, the siblings, her brothers and sisters came around and it completely changed her life. And she came out. She used to be on the phone. She would actually start crying. She doesn't mind me telling this story because I mm-hmm. asked her. Master- if I could share it because it's so profound she would be on in our programs on teleconferences. she would like cry that she was so upset and so frustrated and then one day men, months later she called me and she said I have to tell you this I'm you know from going with like a really not feeling that great of confidence mm-hmm. in herself she was now speaking to huge groups of women about business about leadership about quantum thinking and that was a very big shift as we talked about quantum leap it it didn't take a long time because as soon mm-hmm. as you have the inner state shift Yeah, everything shifts in the outer world Mm -hmm. and it isn't unfolding. I mean, it doesn't all happen instantly. It's a dynamic, but it's a dynamic and it continues to get better and better.
0: Now, what I like about what you share and what the wisdom that you talk about is that is the emphasis uh, and the difference between merely knowing and actually doing and taking action. As I mentioned earlier, our action takers or our listeners uh, really love taking action Because at the end of the day, a change in a person's life, it might seem daunting or overwhelming, a big change. But taking just one step, that's much simpler. So is there one step that you would recommend our listeners take today that could really enhance the quality of their lives?
1: Yes. Uh, I'm so glad you asked, you know, but I, I just have to, t- it'll take me a second to say it because I already referred to it, but the great analogy that you're talking about, Aditya, about taking the action, it's like creating an intent, is like mm. planting a seed, but I have something that, that'll give something to make it more real, but it's like planting a seed, and you then nourish it, right? You start to see the sapling and then you have to nourish it and you give it light and water and you allow it to unfold. So, that's the nature of intent. But here's the step. The action you can take right now is to make a distinction between a thought that just visits that you did not choose consciously If it doesn't empower you, if it doesn't give you an experience of life that is pleasing, or, or desirable to you. Make a distinction between a thought that visits and a thought that you initiate, that you are choosing by conscious choice. Now, I call those uh, those automatic thoughts, I have a, a label for it for everyone, least action pathways, the least mm-hmm. creative action, and it's least, you know, with the little short dash, hyphen, Least action pathway, the way the energy or the thought goes, simply because it's been that route before. You don't have to stick with those least action pathways. You could watch that thought come in, like the I'm not good enough, I don't know if I can do it, and any variation on that theme. That is not a thought you want to hang on to or identify with, and it's not even yours. You let it, we say, let it fly by like a bird past your window, and then what mm-hmm. do you do? create an intent consciously. and just, you know, I do this in the morning. I wake up and you could go into the doldrums, right? The automatic thoughts could come in. Oh, what's today? Or it's cloudy out. Who knows? And I wake up and I say, today is a glorious day. That's not based in circumstances. That's based in a conscious initiated thought because that's how i'm shaping my day
0: Mm -hmm. well thanks a lot for that powerful tip i'm sure our listeners are going to be more mindful of these laps or least action pathways and create more importantly create a powerful intent consciously now the dalai lama once said When we meet a real tragedy in life, we can react in two ways, either by losing hope and falling into self-destructive habits or by using the challenge to find our inner strength. Thanks to the teaching of the Buddha, I have been able to take this second way. During this round, our guests talk about times when they faced a major challenge and came out triumphant. So Diane, take us back to a time when you faced a major challenge. Tell us what you were feeling at that instant, and then how did you overcome it?
1: What happened was uh, early in our business years ago we had a, a major corporation mm-hmm. based in the United States was our a big client. We did business with them. They had offices all over the country. And that accounted for 80% of our income. And maybe foolishly, right? And <laughs> don't put all mm-hmm. your eggs in one basket. But what happened is one day they got a new chairman of that company. And mm-hmm. the chairman put out, you know, an all points bulletin. No more outside, no more money spent on outside consultants. And so, in one swoop, we lost 80% of our income. Mm -hmm. That was devastating and challenging to say the least and the other part of it was that just at that time I decided I wanted to live my dream of creating a television series that awakens consciousness as you watch okay so I had this Mm -hmm. friend who was a psychic astrologer who's one of my great friends and mentors of my life and she said to me and she had said to me, you know, you can't go into TV now. You have mm-hmm. to work with Alan. And I, I I was, you know, so it was hitting me from everything, right? We didn't have money to pay our bills mm-hmm. sufficiently. I, We lost the client. We didn't know where we were getting the same. And then I have this psychic astrologer telling me, you can't go and do what your dream is. You have to go and work with Alan. So, mm. I, I, obviously, I did. And you know what happened, Aditya? Because of that big bop over the head from universal intelligence, out of that, I created Quantum Think, so without going into the details. If that hadn't happened, that loss of income, where I had to then go back and look at, because I was creating our programs already, but they were Mm -hmm. a little different. And at some point, I realized, you know what? I'm going to, my thinking is evolving. And I threw out all my previous work and took only the cream of the crop and and started to distinguish my purpose. And from that, Quantum Think emerged. And that became the core of our business. And it helped us build all kinds of clients from there. Many companies, many individuals.
0: Mm -hmm. So looking back now, what is that? one major life lesson that you would want our listeners to take away from your story?
1: The lesson is that our lives are like one whole story, and there's nothing in it that doesn't belong, and there's nothing in it that's left out, like a well-written novel or screenplay. And so when something happens like that, and a lot of that is going on right now, at the time that we're we're doing this podcast, because we're in such a big tumultuous transitional time for humanity, for ev- all of our institutions, which were born under the old worldview, now need to be rethought and restructured, and everything that filters back to us in our lives. So the lesson is. Whatever happens to you, if something is taken away, it's like you're getting the big tap on the shoulder. And it said, okay, Diane, you need to go in this direction. So it's like when you start to see your life from one whole story, and the quantum thing principle for this is called the whole movement of purpose, where you see these patterns. Whatever happens to you. There's a purpose in it, and it's always toward your higher evolution. It's always for the best, even when it's looking disastrous, even when it's feeling horrible. If you stay in that higher awareness, you know okay, this is happening, I know there's a reason, what is it I'm supposed to be doing now? And your intuition will bring that intelligence to you to know what to do next, just as I did in that time.
0: So thanks a lot for sharing this story with us. With every story of a major challenge, our listeners get one more reason to consider failure or a challenge as a feedback and our next round is about finding your life's true calling as people begin to become awakened they yearn to find their life's true calling and getting there might take some time but listening to how people found their life's purpose makes us bolder stronger and more determined. On that very note, Dr. Wayne Dyer once said, if you know with a complete absence of doubt that what you're doing is consistent with your own purpose, and that you are involved in accomplishing a great affair, then you are at peace with yourself and in harmony with your own heroic mission. So my question to you, Diane is, have you found your life's calling? And if yes, what is your life calling?
1: Yes, I have. And right now it's being expressed as creating a quantum thinking world. Because when the world is quantum, and really, I am on a campaign. I made an Instagram the other day. I want the world to quantum think. Because <laughs> when you're quantum thinking, you're thinking from the whole. You're in the experience of our interconnectedness realize life is multidimensional and you have command with your own creative faculty of your own mind and consciousness so therefore you can choose always the highest and the best so when i mean right now it's being expressed through quantum think because i i Really, no, this is not a belief, it's an inner knowing that our purpose is being expressed in many ways throughout our lives. Mm-hmm. And so, in a sense, we're always living our purpose, even though we may not be aware of it. And the way that you can distinguish a clue to your purpose is to look at the patterns in your life what kind of industries attract your way, what kind of people, what do people come to you for, the requests that people make of us it's like in the subtle energy field they're tuning into that, you know what, if I come to you Aditya, I know that I'm going to get some insight into marketing, I'm saying that because I, I did look, at, I looked at your who you are in that <laughs> aspect of yep. your profession but you know, it's that I know I'm going to get insight, I know I'm going to get inspired if I come to you so um. It's like that. You look to see, what do other people come to me for? So for me, I know I'm here to be a powerful catalyst for quantum thinking in the world, to have that to you know a lot of people are working on elevating consciousness including mm-hmm. you, including i'm sure everyone who's your listener and so that's how it's coming through me i'm here to bring that to the world quantum thinking or i could say it this way bringing what i uh, my pattern that i always saw before i named quantum think was that i always knew i was showing people a new way of seeing things a new world view. I was always doing that when I was 10 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old, always showing people another way that you could relate to life that would make life better.
0: So going back in time, was there a particular instant in your life beyond which you knew without a doubt that you were going to live your life's current purpose?
1: Well, you know, the interesting thing is that there was, There is a moment in my life that I always reflect upon. And the interesting thing about it was that I was still in question, but there was, if you could have a both-and world, that's quantum thinking, I was still in a certain way not knowing exactly what it was going to be, but at the same time knowing it would be, and what happened mm-hmm, to say it briefly is that I met this guy, and he was a Vedic astrologer, mm-hmm. and so and he was a. I knew him; it was a, something like a childhood acquaintance too. So he was led to become a Vedic astrologer, even though he was an, he was an American actor led to India. But what happened is so I said to him and I I was feeling very frustrated, like there was something in me that needed to come out. And I said, James, that's exactly what I said to him. I said, I'm just I don't know what to do because I know there's something that I have to express, but I Mm -hmm. don't know what it is. And it has to come out of me. I feel like it's all bottled up inside. And he said to me, you know, when you realize that it's not going to be like this big thing, it's just that's your work. Whatever is there for you to express, whatever wisdom that comes naturally through you to express, when you just see it as doing your work, and I use this like work with a capital W, right, an uppercase W. It's like your job on the planet. He said, when you just see it as your work, you'll just do it and you, it'll just unfold and you won't have to worry about it or think about it or be concerned about it or be frustrated. It'll just, you'll just be doing your work. So in that moment, I still didn't know exactly what it would be, but I had that, I had that shift. When he said that, that that's true for every single one of us. And that was true for me. And I knew that all I had to do was allow it to express.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, thanks a lot for sharing this wonderfully inspirational story. And with that, we have finally arrived at the last and final round of today's show. But this is my favorite round and it's called the wisdom round. Now, during this round, I ask four rapid fire questions and you respond with four short but action packed answers. So are you ready?
1: (laughs) Action fast. Let's go. (laughs) Let's rock it.
0: Awesome. What is the best advice you have ever received?
1: The best advice I ever received was say no to what you don't need so you can attract what you do want.
0: Awesome. What is that one personal habit that contributes to your well-being?
1: My one personal habit is to keep centered within that higher state of awareness.
0: Mm -hmm. Could you tell us what is your morning ritual like? In other words, what does the first two hours of your day look like?
1: Um, I love my morning ritual. I wake up, I create my intent. I say a prayer for the world. That's true. And for my family. And then I create my intent for the day. I do, um, coconut oil, oil pulling. Which is to swish it around in your, it's an Ayurvedic practice that is cleansing. So I do that while I'm doing that for 20 minutes. I'm straightening up the house and cleaning up and getting the table ready for breakfast, which my husband is cooking. But the greatest thing that we do every day, and we've been doing it since we're married over, you know, 25 years, is when we, after breakfast, we do a spiritual reading aloud with one another. So one or the other, he usually likes to read aloud. And it's like our meditation together. And then sometimes we just do the reading. Sometimes we chant a little bit. Sometimes we meditate just for even a few minutes. But we always do our reading, I call it the lesson. Oh, no, we have to do our we start to talk about business, we're in business together. And I'll say, wait, we have to do our lesson first. And we connect into that, that infinite all that is together.
0: So Diane, I know that you love reading books. But if you had to just choose one, what is it one book that has made a massive impact on your life?
1: Um, there are many, but I would say The Holographic Universe by Michael Talbot. And in that book, and this is really when I encountered, you know, when I was looking at that it would have to be a spiritual awakening for consciousness to raise in the world for people to change and to live the kind of life we want on Earth. That, And I encountered quantum physics and I thought, oh, wow, this is Great, because now the physics is matching with the spiritualism. But in the holographic universe, he explained how things worked from these quantum insights. And he explains it in a way that anyone can understand. And I think that really had a big impact on me.
0: Wow. So action takers, the links, insights and the information that we discuss about are available in the show notes, which you can access by going to www.my s e v e n chakras.com slash diane collins that's d i a double n e c o double l i n s and once you go to that link you'll see all the information that we discuss about during the show with links directly to those websites and those resources so diane it was awesome having you on our show today before you go tell us one thing that you're really grateful for tell us the best way We can find you and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Right now, I'm feeling uh, deeply grateful for being (laughs) in this moment, for being in this moment and being with you, Aditya, and knowing that I'm very aware of the field, that we're in this field together everyone listening beyond in the moment and beyond space-time and that we're all tuning in together in this kind of uh, just loving conscious space. I'm really just grateful that to be able to be sharing this way and knowing that the listening is as important as the speaking.
0: And how can we find you?
1: You can find me on... DianeCollins.com. Diane with two N's. D I A N N E C O L L I N S.com. And you'll see everything there my Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, the only thing that isn't there that I want to invite people to come and follow me on Instagram because that's my latest obsession. I'm Quantum Think Diva on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, and I'm doing graphics that I'm creating myself, most of them, with Quantum Think quotes on them. And I'm really excited about it. So come and follow me on, on Instagram. Quantum Think Diva.
0: Awesome. So listeners, especially if you loved the information that Diane shared today, and if you want to not walk towards your destiny but zoom towards it by hitting the pedal right away, then head on to dianecollins.com where you'll get a lot of other resources. You'll get information that will inspire you and kickstart your new life. And we all love Instagram, don't we? So go to Instagram and follow yes. Quantum Think Diva to get inspired, get uh, actionable steps, and. Really be a part of the action, you know, out of this uh, uh, podcast that you're listening to right now. And I'm so grateful wherever you are, whether you're jogging, you're walking, you're meditating, or you are on the beach, or whether you're in 2016 or 2019 or 20, wherever you are, thanks for listening because you are a part of this love consciousness that we are sharing at this moment. And Diane, thank you so much for sharing with us your amazing stories, inspiring us to quantum think and speed and zoom towards our destiny and life's purpose and thanks for taking us one step closer to a human revolution
1: thank you so much i really appreciate aditya thank you so much for for your graciousness and being a brilliant host i loved it you're listening to my seven chakras Go to my S-E-V-E-N, Chakras.com. Download your free gift, get inspired and take action. Transform your life today.